Welcome everybody to the Mick McCarty special edition of the Only Fans Football Podcast. On today's episode we create our own Ultimate Premier League 11. We chat Nations League and Crown tells a Daddy Cool related story. We hope you enjoy the podcast wherever you're listening and be sure to follow our Instagram, Spotify, YouTube and Twitter. Take it easy. I spend these senses tell me this is going to get fucking tasty baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Minigoji, and Sopolis. I have a dream. Arnie, cut. Bartler. Eh, the fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man, you ain't that... Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is that your fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew Stoke were that good. Hello everyone and welcome to the OnlyFans Football Podcast episode dash the Mick McCarthy special. Boom, you've done it well. Yeah. You do you kinda of dug yourself a hole there, but you dug yourself dash. a We will explain later why it is the Mick McCarthy special. We don't have the man himself on, unfortunately. But we have an interesting story. This is only a special, so it's a shorter episode. It could be a bit like the Mima special, which was actually one of our Best episodes, I thought, to be fair, and a lot of people our enjoyed it. Our most special episodes. It was. it was. This is our special, this is our second special episode. <laughs> Every episode is special. Um, but yeah, Mick McCarty special. Cran, how are you? I'm fantastic. <laughs> do, you want to kick, do you want to kick us off and tell me how your week was then? Yeah, because again, like last week, you always have, you always have, you text me like on a Sunday night or a Saturday night or a Sunday morning. I do have all these stories to tell you. <laughs> I'm like, just fucking tell me. No, I can wait until the podcast. So here we go. Story time of Cran. But it's not really. It's Cran's week. Cran. Anyways, yeah, my week, pretty uh, spectacular, to say the least. Yeah, I was in DCU all week, believe it or not. No way. On the piss. DCU. Yeah. You're in, no way. And guess who I saw, actually? <laughs> who did you see? On campus, in the student bar. Dirty Michael. No, I'm not guessing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my they god. Me if he was on campus in ACU, I'd, I'd gladly see the place born different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm is a lovely college. It is. Not as good as Minute. Shout out Minute. But uh, yeah, I was out with a few of the boys there over the weekend, myself and the lads. One of the lads learned how to drive. So yeah, who? Big he, up. Who was it? Big up Garrett. Gar- oh, Gary, yeah, big, big, big man, Gary. The smallest of us all learned how to drive. It was a proud moment. Oh, happy days. He had to use the booster seat, but it was all good. Gary, if you're listening, I love you. But yeah, we went out, we went to Blanche, to Eddie's, and we seen this. Do you know those machines they have in Eddie's, the little things you can put music on with? The yeah, jukeboxes. Jukebox. What am I talking about? Come on, yeah. 
Jukebox, yeah. Jesus, I'm not, artic- I'm not articulate at all. No, no, I'm kind of all over the shop, <laughs> But It was a jukebox, and we seen Daddy Cool <laughs> Boy uh, Boney M on the jukebox. And we went, and we were doing the wanker thing <laughs> where you put in 20 cent once, yeah. stick on Boney M, Daddy Cool, <laughs> stick in another 20 cent, <laughs> stick, on, stick, on <laughs> stick in another 20 cent, stick it on about five or six times so that it comes on about six or seven oh, times in the back. And the staff all look at you like, you're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> so the lads were just starting the bollocks. It was great times. And then we went back into the car park. The jukebox didn't work before, so it didn't work. And Boney M didn't come on. So Gary said, come here. We'll stick it on the car and we'll blare it out the window. You spent the Euro trying to play Boney M and it didn't work. No. <laughs> they just, sometimes it just don't work. Oh. So we went to the car park. Garrett blared it on the Bluetooth. We cracked open the windows, drove around the car park. <laughs> Everyone was... Do you know the way you, usually you play rap music or something like... Something oh, killer. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> it was just like... He's crazy like a fool. <laughs> Gareth. Oh, daddy cool. Gareth, if you're listening, I hope the car gets taken off you. <laughs> you don't deserve a car to be driving around playing that shite. And we were God's driving sake. past, you know, Captain America's in there. Plant the yeah. center. And some woman just gave us the dirtiest <laughs> look for playing Daddy Kill out in the window. Deserved. 100% and it was, deserved. Oh, it was just pure shithousery on it, mm. our behalf. But it was great okay. crack. Anyway, how was your week? Um, I mean, it wasn't as eventful as that now. I'll be deadly serious. Um, My weeks aren't eventful either. I just make <laughs> stories out of them. All right. The, um, yeah, it was just another, <laughs> another long week in college. And then um, I went to the... I feel like I have a broken record at this stage. Went to the match on Friday. Is this the was, match where it's like, oh, the league's already won? The league's won. We have three games left. And this was the first of three games we have left. It was the first game, well, maybe the second game I can remember, and anyways, of Gallant Michelle's game. I'm not giving a toss about the result. The set, the first one was at home to Limerick in 2019 when the league was won yeah. before that game. And it didn't really give a shit about the result or anything. And the game was awful. It was, I mean, it was genuinely terrible. <laughs> this one did. Oh, the one yeah, on Friday, God, yeah. that was awful. Who are you playing? Um, Athlone. Oh, okay. Westmead is the best mid. I've said that before on the podcast. <laughs> it's because you played that long last time. Yeah, that? and we beat them 3 1. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was really awful. <laughs> and then I was just flat out all weekend doing uh, bits and bobs for college. But um, one of the things one of the things that got me through this week, Cran, was the Nations League. The UEFA Nations League. I'll never hear a bad word about it again. The most pointless competition in the world. <laughs> Where all the big teams just come to the end and just play each other. But it was actually really good during the week. It was it was like a, it, the way it was set up this week, there was obviously Spain and Italy, Belgium and France. So it was like a mini tournament over over like four days and there was four games. I can't be honest with you, I didn't even know it was on. It was great crack. You were watching it though. I watched the final, but it I was didn't great know crack. It was on, so. Um it started off with Italy losing two one to Spain. And all the games are played in Italy as well, I'm pretty sure. It was good, good crack. And then the day after, Belgium played uh, France. And another cracking game. I mean, it was another little game of football. I've seen a bit of that one now. Finished 3 2 to France. Yeah. Belgium are 2 0 up. Just bottlers, like this this golden generation that Belgium have just seemed to bottle things. And it's actually quite disappointing. To the like, point it's not golden anymore, is it? They're no, all no, it's, it's, Yeah, it's like silver generation now. It's yeah. brutal. But um, I was delighted for them because they didn't include the Vokarig in the squad. But Mitchie Batchwoy got a column. 
what the fuck like anyways moving on the third place playoff between Italy and Belgium I finished 2-1 Italy and Courtois went on a bad one after I and I think he has a bit of a cheek because you said in the chat earlier like he was going on about your wife want the money etc but like I mean it's very hard to feel sorry for someone who's on nearly what 300 grand a week at Madrid yeah. I'd say if not more um, there was some fellow who scored for Belgium I've never heard of him in my life great name it's such such a great name that I don't remember but um, he played really well and Borelli's Borelli. <laughs> that's it that's it that's the highlight of the game and again I'm glad they lost because Origi wasn't playing but he had a final last night the first half was awful and all my all my um, hope that I had for the UEFA Nations League was gone yeah. until the second half kicked off what a game second half Ayatabal I think that's his name scored a screamer Ayatabal yeah him yeah he's all the one Basketball. he made up Meccano look like so <laughs> he made him look so poor up Meccano came on for Varane because Varane went off injured you know you're fucked now by the way Varane and Maguire oh shit um, yeah up Meccano came Phil on Jones, Phil Jones Phil Jones Phil Jones and Victor Lindelof and he scored a goal now he's Benzema literally like down the other end about 30 seconds later scored one of the best goals you'll ever see and then I've um, seen the last 20 minutes yeah. and then Mbappe scored a goal that was offside and there was great memes that came from it really good memes <laughs> and I tried this last week and it didn't work but this meme is going to be inserted I don't give a fuck my G I'm finna stay here till they show the freaking replay on the fucking second goal bro I don't give a fuck how long it takes I know they ass don't want to show it bro they didn't show it in the repetition I know they they didn't even use the fucking lines bro I'm finna wait here till the motherfucking commentators start talking about this shit, cause this is was this was a fucking robbery, my G. Mbappe, how the fuck do you feel that you scored in a goal that was offside? How the fuck do you feel, huh? How do you feel about that? How? Explain. What a meme. What a meme, Cron. My G. My G, Mbappe, how do you feel? <laughs> finna. I'm finna wait here for the replay of the repetition. What a fella. He, he sounded genuinely upset about it. Jenny Wiley's so upset about Spain losing a game of football. That doesn't even matter. A glorified friendly is literally what it is. But yeah, it was offside. It was miles offside. And um, it might shock you when I say this, but the officials were English. <gasps> an English official getting an offside wrong. Where would you hear the likes of? Anto. Anto Taylor. The ball fraud. One of many ball frauds. Uh, he's one of the biggest ball frauds there is. Though. While we're here, will we talk about Ireland match? Considering it is to make a McCarthy special. It was a good win. It's good, good, yeah. good win on Saturday. But it's all irre- irrelevant, really. The result was good. I have one of the lads in college who despises Stephen Kenny. Like, I mean, hates him. Really? Him. Like, oh, yeah. hate him? Why would he just he hate just, him? He just doesn't, he doesn't think he's, he's fit for the job. I'll get him on. I'll, we'll, we'll get him on some stage or I'll get his opinion. I'll send him a voice on again and send him back. <laughs> to be honest, like, it's it's meaningless if he wins this game, though, in my opinion. Like, it meant yeah. something like you won 3-0 or whatever. Yeah. But the qualification campaign's gone. What I'll judge him on is the Euros campaign to come. Yeah. If he gets to through that, fair enough, he's done his job. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's pointless playing good football against Azerbaijan now. Mm. That's my take True. And why couldn't we beat them at home? Yeah. We yeah. were there last month. It was watching hot. awful football. <laughs> it was one of the Eating shit hot dogs. <laughs> and they couldn't beat and them there. Smelly bags of tail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that like, was the me man special jeez that's a month already that was yeah. terrible match to be at yeah and then awful. they go over to back to you all those fans and they get to watch fucking champagne football and Callum Robinson the <laughs> anti-vaxxer scoring more goals than he's had vaccines as you said earlier yeah ah no look at him he has, he has more goals than jabs <laughs> our, does our Callum Robinson now I'm happy for him though to be fair like I think 
there's a lot to be said about getting the vaccine or whatever. And look, I'm, we're not going to get into it because I'm sick of hearing everything about it. But if he doesn't want to get it, that's his own problem. I don't really care. Neither do I. Um, and there's people that do. Yeah. The media that just jump on his back and it's like, it's who awful. cares? Who yeah. cares? Who really cares? It's terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Are terrible. you just caring for the sake of caring or do you actually care? It's caring to make a headline. Yeah. Um, He took his goal as well though. P.E. couldn't score a tour. <laughs> and money on him to get a hat-trick. Oh, okay. The one time I put money on Ireland and he didn't do it. We had chances to do it as well. And shout out to Ogbené as well. I think he's the first African-born Irishman to get a goal, an international goal. Man. I'm delighted for him. Oh, he was so good when he came on. And he looks a real talent as well, I have to say. Yeah. He's big, he's strong. Like He's a very good asset to have. He is, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I love Adam Ada as well. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to see Ogbeni get a few starts. Ogbeni, yeah. yeah. Himself and Robinson. It obviously him. depends if his quality if his true quality shines through and is he actually that good or is he just a League One standard player, you know? True. We'll but, find that but out. If he's playing the likes of Troy Parra, who also plays League One. Yeah. And then you have we talked about before about Anthony Scully playing for Lincoln <clears throat> in League One as well, I think. And he's the top scorer in England. In all the divisions he's the top scorer and he can't he's get a game. Top man. So I mean like, what's Kenny's reason for picking these players? I don't know. And also, uh, what was I going to say? Bazunu as well. Just give him a quick mention. Yeah, unbelievable. Great save. On. Unbelievable again. He's very, we're, we're lucky. We're blessed. Yeah. Himself and Kelleher in the one position. It's a bit unfortunate. But two quality keepers. Yeah. You know? I think someone's going to come in with big money. Possibly Newcastle to get him. Not I big think, money yeah. at the start, but a Premier League club will definitely be looking at these Ireland games and mm. wanting to get him in. Will we touch on Newcastle real quick? Newcastle? I don't really want to know because I'm I'm against the Saudi regime. Um, to, and like I'm against the consortium taking over Newcastle being where they're from. But I don't, I, I don't particularly want to get into it. Fair play, Newcastle fans. I suppose it's good for you, but bad for everyone else. Like, I mean, I'm not giving out about the money part of it. The money part of it's grand. Yeah. But the actual state... Um, I don't agree with anything that they do. So, yeah, yourself. I mean, it depends where where your morals are set at, I suppose. True. Like, I think if you want to truly clean out the state of football and stop these owners taking over, you have to clean it out from top to bottom mm. when it comes to the ownerships of other clubs. Yeah. Chelsea included, let's be honest. Oh, all yeah. all these dodgy billionaires. Like, I think I think it stemmed from the likes of Chelsea and then City. You can talk about the American owners. The American owners aren't as bad. I don't like John W. Henry. I'm sure the United fans don't like the Glazers. I just think get rid of the whole owners. If you want to go down the moral route, mm. you need to do that. Oh, first. yeah. But they don't want to go down the moral route. They want to go the money route. You know? And look, at to all the Newcastle fans that are happy, I'm delighted for them. Like um, They had a horrible regime under Mike Ashley or whatever, but I just can't get behind the the club being bought by Saudis, that's all. I'm not against... Look at, Against anyone, if, if if you want to enjoy, you enjoy. That's for yourself. You know, and cool. Jeff Hendrick earning two hundred fifty grand a week. Yeah. I can't wait for that. He'd be for me himself and Kieran Clark will be out of a job come January. Seemingly, my gosh, he's into boy Derby now as well. <laughs> you just leave Derby alone, will you? They've been put through enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We we'll move on real quick, real briefly, because I think we both know what we want to put into the Hall of Fame this week, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> I won't put in. Okay. <laughs> daddy. Daddy cool. Daddy. Daddy. Daddy cool. No Liverpool fans used to sing that for Harry Kill. Really? And it would be Harry. 
Harry Q. <laughs> He's crazy like a fool. What about Harry Q? <laughs> and he'd have some fella in, in amongst the crowd singing yeah. that really high note. And then all the fans would just join him. Did you see the video of the Scotland fans singing Yes Sir I Can Boogie and his voice just breaks? I'll put it in the post. Remind me to put it in the post because it's an absolute belter. But um, uh, seeing as you're picking a song, I'm, I'll pick a song as well. I, I was listening to a song last week on the train going up to Minute and it came on it, not shuffled but it came on like suggested songs and it's a belter from the noughties we all know it Mad the Con, naughty noughties Mad Con Begging of course taken from Frankie Valli's Begging but I think it's a better version I'll be honest I love Frankie Valli God bless him so my nomination this week for the musical edition it's actually ties in with the whole theme of the episode to be fair the musical edition of the uh, Hall of Fame is Mad Con Begging Mad Con begging against Boney M is Daddy Cool. Daddy Cool, yeah. So anyways, moving on now to the main days of the podcast this week. We are seeing as there's now domestic football this week in the Premier League or any of the European leagues. We are doing an ultimate Premier League eleven made up of players from uh, one player from one team, if that makes sense. So you can't use more than one player from a team. Yeah. So the way we're going to do this is we both have the teams right now. We have a bench of seven substitutions and we have a manager. And seeing as it's get it out, the fans themselves, you guys will decide which team is better. Is that okay? Yeah. So I'll start off. My team are playing staunch 4-4-2 or 4-2-4 for the football hipsters out there. In goal for me <laughs> is... <laughs> in goal for me is Emiliano Martinez of Aston Villa. Wow. In nets. I think he's one of the best keepers in the league. Remember we had a discussion before about who was the best keeper? Senan. Senan. And Senan was adamant that he was the best keeper in the league. Um, I still think Allison and um, Ederson are better keepers overall. But I think best of the rest, I think potentially Martinez is up there. So I've what gone, about Mendy? Yeah, Mendy as well. Mendy as well. I, I, I do like Emiliano Martinez, I have to say. Okay. But I'm a massive fan of Mendy as well. It's well, speaking of Mendy. It's much emotional. Really, isn't it? I love, mine is, my goalie is Emiliano Martinez of Aston Villa. Cran, your goalkeeper is. Well, speaking he, of Mendy. You've said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have done the same. I've gone for a staunch. What did you call it? Staunch? Staunch? Staunch 4-4-2 or um, a 4-2-4 for the football purists and hipsters out there. So in goal, I've gone for Edward Mendy. Okay, um, I just think he's one. Of, he's my favorite player of Chelsea at the moment. Cause really? Can, yeah, because Kante, he's like a cameo at the moment. He's, mm. he's he's a walking cameo. He's like Tom Selleck in Friends. That's what he's <laughs> like. You, you you see him one episode and you don't the next. Oh. That's Kante because he's poor Golo. He either has COVID or he's he's crashed his little polo car. Oh, Bella Coupe de la Maison. <laughs> I heard someone. Blaring that song in minute the other day. Like, windows open, blasting the French World Cup winning song. And he's just like, Angola, Angola, can't they? <laughs> like, roared out his window. Sorry for the little sidebar. But yeah, yeah. Edward Mendy. <laughs> yeah. I've gone for Mendy because Kande's always injured. And I love Mendy. I really do. I think he's the safest hands in the league. He catches everything and he's the opposite of Kepe. I just love him. He's so good to have in goal. I've gone for him in goal. Will we go full back four or do you want to go back uh, position by position? Full back four. Full right. back four. So my right back is Vladimir Kufal of West Ham. 
I have Raphael Varane of Manchester United. I have Ben White of Arsenal. And I have Luca Dean of Everton. Will I run through why? Wow, yeah, yeah go on. But I think, to be fair to Vladimir Kufal, I genuinely think there's maybe two or three right backs better than them in the league. One of them, one of them being Trent, the other being Walker. You'd be doing, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Consistent right back in the league than Kufal. It feels like he plays every game. He constantly does well. He's just a very good player. He's consistent. Consistent. Yeah. Um, I remember Rafa Varane at the back um, and it's because my team is a bit top heavy if you had to do a top 5 list of centre-halves in the league he's definitely in it he's definitely one of the top 5 centre-halves in the league um, that could be one for another show but I definitely think Varane would be in it he wouldn't be at the top now but he'd definitely be in it mm. um, I've gone for Ben White to partner him I think Ben White's a, a stupendous player absolutely cracking player I think at Arsenal he's going to find a tough at Arsenal because there's a lot of um, expectancy on him and I just think I just think he's gonna find it tough for the first while. Now Arsenal have come into form recently and he's been very good. But I do think Ben White, especially at Leeds in the season they went up, and he was alright with Brighton as well, he was immense. And I've gone for the dog that is Luca Dean at left back. You're back for Con. Slain Luca Dean there, would you? <laughs> just why not? I, I had to put an Everton player in. I, I the three teams I left at the end was Everton, Norwich and Southampton. No, it was Norwich, Watford and Everton. Um he's a good player. He um, has, you'll never walk alone, written across his chest, like tattooed on his chest. And he claimed when he saw him for Everton that um, it wasn't because he's part of Liverpool. And in the same article, he said that Liverpool weren't for him ahead of Andrew Robertson. In the whole article of trying not to be bitter against Liverpool, he came across incredibly bitter. I do think he's a very good player, um, but he's a dog. And he's better than Robertson, would you say? No, not at all. I thought I heard you say that. Not at all. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just winding you up. I do like him though. Um I like I like that tenacity uh, he has actually. He's good, yeah. Sorry, go on. He has a nice left foot, a nice cross on him as well. My back four, I've gone for the same right back. Q foul. I, I, I agree with you, I think he's really consistent. Yeah, I think he's he's very good in the ball. He has very good uh, right foot on him, putting in crosses. <laughs> Centre back, I've gone for Rube Rube Rube, Ruben Loft Sheik. Now Ruben Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> the second best Ruben in the league. Yeah. I've gone for Ruben Diaz and the other centre-back, I've gone for Van Dijk. Ah, oh, talk about overpower. Oh. Talk about power. Talk about a great back four. Left-back, I've gone for Luke Shaw. I, I think Luke Shaw is very good going forward as well. And wow. I think having two strong centre-backs would suit him. Mm. Um, and I, uh, the reason I've gone for such a strong back four, a great team starts at the back. Mm. Defence um, wins championship. Defence! 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 Anyway, Next midfield. So field. midfield, and this is what I was going to allude to by picking Diaz. Um, my t- and th- I'm gonna say this in the hipster format, so it's four two four. So in midfield for me is uh, Kevin De Bruyne of Man City and uh, Calvin Phillips of Leeds, and I think De Bruyne, along with a player that I'll mention after a while, um, as part of the front line. I think there's three players in in the team that you could that. For me, in anyways, most people have, and one of them's De Bruyne. One of them's Kante. Um, I don't have Kante now. I've another player of Chelsea, but I think it would be very hard to leave De Bruyne out. And I was gonna, I was torn between putting Phillips or Royce in, and then I decided Kufa was a better right back than uh, Tanganga, and uh, Royce is a tan, and I prefer Calvin Phillips. He's a better. He's also food. True. 
and uh, Phillips is the screwdriver. Anyway. So I went with Phillips in the end. <laughs> so my midfield two... Because he fixes things. Yeah. Now my midfield two is Kevin De Bruyne and uh, Calvin Phillips of Leeds. 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 Leeds are falling apart. Again. But yeah, I actually agree. I think Phillips... He is a very good midfielder and he was one of the surprise packages of the Euros as well when he was playing for England. Mm. He played very well. Very, very good. Um, so yeah, I do rate Phillips a lot. I was I had a plan to put him in but I ended up not doing it because I put in Ducore. Ooh. Who's a lovely player from Everton. The I Everton. Think, the, I think... The, now, what am I doing? Why, why? Ugh. I feel sick after doing that. Sorry, go on. You have Ducore. I think the best Everton player there is at the moment. He's performed brilliantly so far this yeah. season. I'm good on the um, the other midfielder, I've gone for John McGinn. Yeah, McGinn, yes, sir. <laughs> I think he's really good. Yeah, I like, I like McGinn. He has energy about him. He has a doggedness about him that mm. mid- other midfielders don't have in the league. And in that pivot, he's very strong. You know, he's a strong player to have in that, in that midfield pivot. So I put him in there. Mm. Um, and he's also Scottish. Scottish? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like John McGinn. I would say I wouldn't have a problem with Either of them, to be fair. Hmm. McGinn and Ducore, two cracking players, yeah. Good decision. But I got me on to my far front. Yeah. On the wing, the right wing, I have the best player in the league. And I, I think the poster boy of the Premier League, this is why I think he has to go in, is Mohamed Salah. I have up front, I have a partnership with Brentford and Chelsea in Ivan Tony and Romelu. <laughs> Romelu Lukaku. And on the left wing, I couldn't have picked, I couldn't have not picked him. It's Huang He Chan, my boy from Wolves. Yeah, that's my front four. I think, I think you would be hard pressed to pick a team without Mohamed Salah. I think he's the best player in the league by far. His goal against City was unbelievable. That was okay. I think there's a real show for him to be the best player in the world at the minute. I'd like on corn form. I I've think heard, he's definitely up there. I've heard echoes of that as well. Um, I, I don't think it would be the worst argument to make. I went to Ivan Tony. Because, like, we wouldn't be here without him. Let's be honest. We wouldn't have the podcast going without Ivan Tony. God bless so, him. God bless him. And if anyone has a problem, be sure to DM him on Instagram. <laughs> no, he's a cracking player as well, though. I think he's 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 gone every every league he's gone up. He's gone up a level as well. Yeah. And his goals last season were great, and his goals this season have been very good. And his all round build up play is great. And I look forward to seeing him in the Liverpool short next season. It's a nice duo as well to have mm. Tony. And Lukaku, because Tony can, he has that vision to pass the ball mm. as well. So I, I respect that. And I've, I've expressed my love for the big Belgian, Romelu Lukaku, before on the podcast. I genuinely do love him. I think he's a cracking player. And I think Chelsea, for them to progress a bit better, and now they're top of the league, them, so you can't really complain too much, is to probably get him more involved. Yeah. And, you know, give him better service. And as soon as he gets fired, he'd be hard to stop. And on the left, I went with Huang. Huang He Chan because he's given me moments this season in which I've loved emotional and, moments yeah and you know what I think like Liverpool for me the number one team in the league that I love in sport or whatever but Huang is really making me love him and Wolves at the minute and they're absolutely awful to watch but at, at the end of a dark tunnel there's always a bright light and this the bright light in this case is Huang He Chan for Wolves so yeah that's my front four Mo Salah Ivan Tony, Romelu Lukaku and Huang He Chan my front four, I've gone for two behind the two strikers. So I'm playing a bit of a narrow 4 okay. 2 4. And I've gone for Son, Sonaldo, Sonny. Um, and I'd like him to drift out a bit to the left and to the right, provide a bit of width. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a great player. Great player. 
Um, if if Kane left, I honestly think Spurs would be okay because they have him. True. Um, so underrated. Yeah, love Son. And behind them as well, I've gone for Trossard. Another player Ooh, I, I do have a tendency towards. I think he's brilliant. Mm. Um, he has that little dink and he can provide service as well mm. for the two up front. The two up front, I've gone for Ronaldo and Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy's having a party. I'm glad our teams are very different. Yeah. I think the only player we have in common is Vladimir Kufal. Which makes me very happy. Yeah. I just think it's funny as well. Imagine Jamie Verdi and Ronaldo playing up front together. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that partnership. It'd be a great story, wouldn't it? Yeah. Vardy, Vardy. Two shithouses, let's be honest. Yeah. Verdi um, more than Ronaldo. Great. Trossard's a good pick now. I didn't expect Trossard. Trossard, yeah. Mm. He's a nice little player. Mm. I think we'd have both had um, Basuma. Basuma, yeah. Well, he's in a spot of butter at the minute. Oh, we're not getting into that. <laughs> Well, that that's it. We're not going near that. <laughs> are you sure? I actually don't know, but can you tell me? No, no, you are right. okay. <laughs> Moving on to the bench, I have Vincente Guaita of Crystal Palace. What a keeper! I have James Tarkovsky of Burnley. I have Tariq Lamptey of Brighton. I have James Ward Prowse of Southampton. I have Alan Saint Maxime of Newcastle. And two strikers on the bench, and I think it's it's good firepower. To be fair, is Harry Kane of Spurs and Jamie Vardy of Leicester. I couldn't bring myself to pick anyone from Norwich or Watford. Um, I actually don't particularly mind Watford at the minute, but the fact that they've um sacked a man for a little to no reason is kind of after haunt me. Yeah, I don't like Watford um, either. And I think they're cracking side, and they play Liverpool on Saturday. They'll probably get a result off us with the new manager bounce, and my manager. For anyone who cares, is uh, Eamon Dunphy. Because why not? Why not? I don't know about that now, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> My bench, very quickly. I've picked Jeffrick for Newcastle. Um, oh, just because why not? <laughs> okay. Wofford, I've picked the cycling goalkeeper, Ben Foster. Um, shout out to the cycling goalkeeper. I've gone for Brentford, Ivan Tony. Okay. I've gone for Wolves, Adama Traore. I think oh. it'd be nice to have him a bit of pace off the bench. Yeah, but he just loses the ball every time he gets it. Yeah, but there's something about him off the bench that's dangerous, you know. Yeah, it's the oil on his arms, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's flammable. <laughs> um, Palace, I've gone for... I don't need to sell... No, don't sing the whole song. No. Alton Edward. Alton Edward. Very good player. And then Leeds, I've gone for Stuart Dallas. Stuart Dallas. Very, very adaptable player. Can play midfield and can also play left-back. And... Tarkowski for Burnley I've gone for him as well you can't stop me some pla- I'm playing for Burnley <laughs> there's some players that are just like there's no one else you could pick and I think Tarkovsky is one of them yeah just a complete shit house. one more player Arsenal one more player. oh you have yeah. Um, I've gone for Thomas Partey yeah good show nice little player my manager I have gone for Ralph Hassenhutl <laughs> I want him to manage my team and I want him to wear the waistcoat. Um, yeah, fresh off a shift from the Stenoline Cruise going to the Medjugorje or something is Ralph, Ralph Hasenhutl to manage Cran's team. He wouldn't manage a piss up in a brewery that fella. I think he's alright. But yeah, that's our ultimate 11s. Actually, will we read a few people's teams? I got a few shows. Yeah, yeah, go on. I'll read, I'll read Jer's team first. He said he'd done this while he was waiting on a sandwich from O'Brien. <laughs> he has Bern Leno on goal for, of Arsenal. Has Kufal right back, Ming centre half, Villa, Tarkovsky of Bornley at centre half, Reguilon of Spurs, it's not mm. a bad show. Kante, Neves, and De Bruyne in midfield, do you like that? 
That's strong. And then he has Salah, Ronaldo and Saint-Maxime up front. I, I'm not sure about the shout for uh, Ming centre-back. That's yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Ming. Uh, we have a team from uh, Sam Dwyer. Good, good old Sam. He's a college mate of mine. He has Martinez, a villain goal. Pereira, Dunk, Van Dijk, Cresswell at the back. Very good. Kante, De Bruyne, Ducore, Ducore again a show. He has Rafinha, Cristiano Ronaldo and Son Aldo up front. That's not a bad team at all, Ooh, actually. yeah, lovely. It's much different hires. I like that. We have Dave's team of Martinez, Pereira, Van Dijk, Ben White, Lucas Dean, Kante, De Bruyne, Bruno, Adama Traore, Harry Kane, St. Maxime. That's actually a little team. Yeah. That's, I like that team now. Dave, good shout there. We have Sean Newman's team, who was literally just giving us a team. Can you read that? No, I'm not reading that. <laughs> no, no. His team is literally just, for some reason, he has number one in goal, Mikael Antonio. Number two, Mikael Antonio. His whole team is Mikael Antonio. Wow. Sean Newman, ladies and gents. He'll like that one. He'll like that one. <laughs> He's the manager of the team as well. He is, yeah. Newman. Pookie from Ben. <laughs> yeah. Ben Casey would just, just went, uh, Timu Pookie. <laughs> just Timu Pookie against the world. Ian's team. And he done this on the train home. He went the whole hog. So he has Martinez and Gold Villa. Van Dyke, Ben Moy, Soyunchu. As the back three, Rafinha, De Bruyne, Kante, Eze, and Saint Maxime in midfield. He went with Ronaldo and Son up front. It's good. It's good side, isn't it? Very nice. Yeah. Where is Eze? He's off the map. Palace. Oh, he's injured at the minute. Mm. On the bench, he only gave us five subs. He has Nick Pope, Lewis Dunk, that Ruben Neves, <laughs> Neves, Demary Gray, and Mikael Antonio. And his manager is Bootlegger. <laughs> Spidey senses tell me. Very good. Very good from Eno. And that's our that's our get it out Premier League Ultimate Eleven. Good crack. Before we get into the final bit of the episode. This is a surprise. Should we talk about our little uh, our little trips planned? Well for Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. So um well I'm headed to Rome at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. This October twenty third for five days. A nice little romantic trip away with the lads. And we're going to see Roman Napoli, possibly. Possibly. And our trip. I hope you do go and see Roman Napoli now. Uh, well, I hope so as well. Tickets aren't out yet, though. So. Oh, you might start. Yeah. We, we, we bought our tickets last Thursday night, didn't we? Yeah. The group chat. The lads, ourselves. The piss boilers. Ourselves, Dave, Rory and Senan bought tickets to Feyenoord and Pex Valla, I think's the team. I'm looking forward to this so much. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great crack. We're going to Amsterdam for four days, I think. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be great crack. We're going to do the tour of the Johan Cruyff Arena. Is that what it's called? And obviously, we're going to try and do the Feyenoord Stadium tour as well. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Too. Really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a nice little break to get away. We're going to try and get Sebastian Haller in the podcast. Yeah, I'll message him there. We'll, we'll message him again. And we might just start posting spam comments on his Instagram or something. Come on, the only fans. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine he said yeah. Imagine we sat down and had a had a beer with Sebastian Haller and just talked absolute shy. But yeah, <laughs> trips planned, and we're gonna do a weekend. That weekend we'll only do a Air Divisie football for the culture. But yeah, that's November what nineteenth to twenty third. Yeah. That weekend. So if you're around the Netherlands area, I know there's a fan from Utrecht, and oh, he wants this. <laughs> just towards up says loud and like, oh, what's the story, mate? I am a big fan of the only fan. No, mate. No, that's not us. Sorry. 
So the last segment of the show today is... Save the best to last. It's something different, isn't it? Because for anyone who's a keen listener, you will have noticed that we left out Cod of the Week. We left out Euro Trash and Euro Treasure. So this week we have something special and we did allude to it on last week's podcast and it is to do with Mick McCarthy. It's a wonderful song by a young artist. How would you say that? Is it Jamaha? Jamaha. 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 His name's Jamie and anyways, he's a lovely fellow. We've been DMing him on Twitter the past while and we've been trying to get an interview sorted and unfortunately we just haven't been able to meet up with each other. So anyways, this is what we call story time. We're going to call it story time and we're basically giving a story about football. And the story in this case is a song that came out during the first lockdown called Micmac. And it's just a deep house track with Mick McCarthy quotes on it. Now, unfortunately, Jamie isn't here and he would tell you himself. We will try and get him on at some stage. I think we go crack to get him on. So basically, we got the story of Jamie, like why he came up with the song. This is it. So he had the idea after hearing a load of generic deep house. And he thought it'd be funny to to replace the usual tuned down vocals you get in a deep house track, which is... I mean, he's not wrong with Mick McCarthy's voice, and it just took off from there. Literally, took off from there. He has, um, he has. I think he has like nearly hundred thousand listens on Spotify. Like it's a good song. He found some samples with good quality and audio and funny lines, and he played with it. He played around with it a lot until he finally released it. It was released um a year ago from about three weeks ago. So the result of the whole thing that he did, Mick Mac, was the song itself. And he didn't think in a million years that people would uh, hear it. But, like, he had people from, like, Monday on soccer and all tweeting and tweeting the video and all tweeting the song. Like, it's a cracker. He got a real good buzz from seeing the reaction and the joy it gave people. And I'll be deadly serious, which I've showed nearly everyone in college this song just because I find it. It's actually good, but it's hilarious as well. It's a good crack. Like, I'd love to hear it when the club's open now. Jamie Den, he went on to say after this, he has a list of other managers and music genres he wants to tackle. So he has more music coming soon, which I'm really delighted to hear. I want to see him do a Gattuso one as well. Gattuso would be yeah. funny. You'd have to find a lot of quotes. And I don't know what music he put on it, but I'm sure Jamie, if you're listening, he, he will know which one's best. He has one already in the works at the minute. He said the next one will be slightly different, but the combo of manager and style fits perfectly together. And he finished with Watch This Space. Oh. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. So you can follow Jamie on Twitter, at underscore Jamaha. And then if you get them on Spotify, it's literally just Mick Mac space in between M-I-C space M-A-C Jamma 2020. That's where you'll find the song. And here it is now, Mick Mac by Jamma. So it's not about one individual, it's about the whole team. It's got to be.
Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the OnlyFans Football Podcast, the Mick McCarthy special. It was a pleasure, Adzi. As pleasure always. as always. Yeah. It's good to be back in the Potato Wad studio. <laughs> <laughs> a very scenic route on the way to the Potato Wad studio. Yeah. Yeah, I walked you, down, you really got lost, didn't you? Walked down the canal. <laughs> I almost fell in. But, uh, uh, and he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. Thank God. Thank God. Um, but you didn't fall into the canal and you didn't get hit by a bus so we're on the up <laughs> hopefully now when I'm walking back there's no buses on the canal <laughs> anyway I'll see you later everyone or we will see you later god thanks for listening thanks for listening and as always if you are new please download the podcast and follow all the socials um, Adzi anything else you want to say before not at all thanks for listening everybody as usual different episode this week we, we we planned on it being much shorter but it's literally the same record good to have um, Jamie allowing us to play a song at the end and giving him an intro we will get him on at some stage too many crossed wires unfortunately yeah. but we will eventually get him on he's a great fella and yeah hope everyone enjoyed the episode and we'll leave it there so we'll leave it there so it's not about one individual it's about the whole team it's got to be.